Thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life Keller's weekly sermon podcast. We hope you are encouraged and challenged in your personal relationship with Jesus. For more information about our service times and locations, please visit us at www.calvarylife.us. Good morning, good morning. Come on, yeah, who's excited to be in the house of the Lord? So I got a few people here today. All I need is about two more, then God's going to move. He'd be in the midst, right? He's about to do when he show up, things change. You know that? Yeah, you, won't, you can't be the same being in his presence. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, God is up to something. He is up to something. Yes, hope you guys working on that little buzz here. I can hear myself everywhere. That's not good. Yes, Holy Spirit buzz. Come on. Yeah, I'm excited. How about you? God's moving. Oh, I don't know if you, maybe God's moving. Yeah, this side, I think this side got you guys. God is definitely moving, and he's going to move in this place today. He is, he is in the room. He's, he's in the room. Yeah. Come on, why don't you stand with me one more time as we read the word of God. I'll be reading out of uh, Galatians 5, starting in verse 22. So just stand with me one more time since I have to stand here for the next 45 minutes. We ready? All right, let's get it. So Galatians 5, let's start with verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I love this part. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Somebody say keep in step with the Spirit. Keep in in step. He, He moves, we move. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envy of one another. Hallelujah. So I'm going to talk to you about something you probably don't want to hear. But we actually need it. Especially in the times we're living in now. We need it. It's not popular, but we need it. Everyone say patience. Come on, say it a little bit louder. Patience. We're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about it today. Father God, we just have your way in this place, Lord God. We sense that you are in the room, God. That's exciting. When you are in the room, things change, Lord God. Hearts change, Lord God. Thank you for being here today, Lord God. Let us not waste this moment. You don't waste moments, Lord God. You don't waste moments like this, Lord God. Do what you came to do today, Lord God. Help us receive what you have to say to us today, Lord God. Hallelujah, you're in the room. Thank you, Lord, for calling me to preach your message today, Lord God. What a great honor it is, Lord God. Think with my mind. Speak through my vocal cords, Lord God. Today, today, God, we don't want regular church. We want to see you move in this place today. In Jesus' name. Somebody give him a shout. Yeah. Hallelujah. I came to the right place this morning. You may be seated or stand for the rest of the service like me. Praise him. So I love to study the fruits of the spirit. Because 
it actually helps me measure my spiritual maturity. Right? It helps me measure. So doing this, uh, uh, the study on the, on the fruits of the Spirit, you know, it's, it, it, it shows me if, if I'm growing or not. Do I, have a, do I have more love? Am I kind? Right? Am I gentle? And am I patient? Am I patient? See, these are the things that the Spirit wants to work in us. So, so the Spirit wants to work patience in us. The Spirit wants us to walk in patience. Walk in patience. But patience is very important because patience is an essential attribute of God's being. That's why it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. It's one of the fruit of the Spirit, right? So God it's part of his nature. So God will never require us to walk in something that's not a part of his nature. Yes. Patience is a part of his nature. So patience is a part of his nature. Yes, a part of himself, so perfect that it needs no discipline for its culture. It is his power over himself. It is his power over himself. So patience with man is only surpassed by the patience with himself. Right? So the Bible says in, in Nahum 1.3, the Lord is slow to anger and great in his power. And great in power. So, so patience, 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 patience is the power over himself. So that means if you have a complaint about God, there are no HR departments you can, you can call. Because God is human's resource. Right? So he don't, he's not going to discipline himself. So when, so when we, the Bible talks about God being sovereign, you know what that actually really means? I'm going to break it down for you. You know what that actually really means? God does whatever he wants. Without your permission. He does whatever he wants. It's not to be mean. He's just God all by himself. He created the world. He's like, where were you when I did all this stuff? Right? So he's God by, all by himself. So God's not so much trying to teach us patience, right, as he's trying to get us to understand that patience is his nature. So in time we learn patience um, it's not something we do, but it's who we are in Christ. Patience. Somebody say patience. patience. Yeah. I like when we say patience to get a little lower when, when we actually say patience, right? So I like in this text where it says, if we live by the Spirit, also we must keep in step with the Spirit. So that's just like, doesn't say like this is just a Holy Ghost moment in your, in, in your life where you, you scream and you hallelujah, you come to Sundays, you hallelujah, you get, get the Holy Ghost or whatever, and then you live like the devil afterwards. No, it says no, no, no. So it's saying that if, if those who live by the Spirit to keep in step with the Spirit. So when you first go to the military, the first thing you're, you're taught is how to, keep, how to keep in step with your commander. So that way your commander can lead you, can guide you, right? It's the same with the spirit, right? So patience is walking in step with God. Patience is walking in step with God. Patience, you, he steps, you step. He steps, you step. Amen? Your gifts means nothing if you're not stepping right. Right? Your gifts mean nothing if you're not stepping right. We have to learn how to step, keep in step with the spirits. Amen? So it's, it's, if we want to produce the fruits of the spirit, we must keep in step with the spirit. Right? Change will not happen if you're not stepping right. Right? We cannot change if we're not stepping right with the spirit. The spirit, right, wants to work this fruit in us. He wants us to be fruity people. If you ask, 
if, you, if someone asks you what church you go to, we go to that fruity church. It's okay to say that. It's okay. This is a different, different type of fruit. I'm going to leave that one alone. To keep in step with the Spirit. I don't want you to come to service on Sunday and get a breakthrough and then walk out the same way you came in. We keep in step with the Spirit. Okay? Keep in step with the Word of God. So, Patience is probably the people's least favorite fruit, right? How many here are experts at being patient? I mean, I was wondering if any hands were going to go up on this one. So, but if you feel like you are an expert at being patient, I'm going to read, we're going to read the definition of patience and you let us know after that, you do all these things on this li list very well. Okay? So hopefully they can post, I don't know if we, we post that definition of, of patience. We got it? All right? Because here I go. I'm about to read it right now. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay. Trouble or, or suffering without getting angry or upset, or the quality of being patient as bearing of provocation, annoyance, misfortune, or pain without complaint. Loss of temper, irritation, or like that. When I read this, I said, oh my goodness, I have work to do. I have work to do. I need a little more fruit. I need a little more spirit in me, right? So if you are an expert at being patient, please pray for all of us. Everybody come to the altar after service, and if you are that expert, pray for all of us. So patience is waiting without complaint. You're probably like, I came to the wrong service. I probably should have came when he talked about love. How much God loved me. Well, I tell you how much God loves you. He's saying, be patient. He says, be patient. I'm trying to do something in your life. I'm trying to fulfill a promise in your life. Be patient. Patient, 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 patient. So the reason why patience is so difficult is because we have, we, we're not patient with God. We're not patient with process. And we're not patient with people. Can we get real a little bit? Can we just, I mean, just be honest? Because some people just get on your nerves. Like, how can you be patient when they act like that? You know what I'm talking about, because you just thought of the people in your life right now. Like, you know, it's like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, them, or them, them, right. So and another reason why we're, we're not patient is because we live in such a now society. A now where everything must happen now. Now, the world is obsessed with this real-time data, right? Fast-developing news stories, viral momentum, and, and constant moving. It becomes increasingly difficult to wait, to wait, simply to be still. But, you know, ironically, rush and more usually means less. There's a lot of times we are in a rush. So when we go, we, 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 we try to get our prayer in with, with, with the Lord, and we rush, we rush our prayers because we have so much more to do. Oh, that's good. It's, 
actually less time with God. So sometimes we, we rush, we rush, we have so much, so much to do, and we, and we work, 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 but we spend less time enjoying life. So rush and more really means less. Less. Are you with me? So I love this quote by Mother Teresa. Clearly, without patience, we learn less in life, we will see less, we will feel less, and we will hear less. Mm. See, the pressure of now, time and time again, goes against the grain of the gospel. And Romans 8.25 says, if we hope for what we do not see, wait for it with patience. With patience. Wait for it with patience. Patience is a is common needed theme in our lives right now. We need patience more than ever. See, if we try to get through this season, if we try to get through the season too fast, we might miss the opportunity God's presenting us and the things that we need to learn. Is anybody there? See, God is shaking everything that can be shaken so that way he can use this opportunity to get our attention to put things in this in the right priority to really prioritize our, our lives right God has shaken everything that we are comfortable with everything he's shaken everything that's getting in the way of us spending that time with him hearing from him He's shaking every, everything, right? So sometimes when you lose something, that's actually a good thing, especially if your life is in God's hands. He's doing the shaking. Sometimes we got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. God is doing the shaking. God, what are you saying? He's shaking, just shaking things out of your life. He's just shaking it, especially things that are unstable. I'm going I'm, to I'm go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So God, in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, but all things should be done in decently and in order. So God is putting things in order. He's shaking it so that way he can put your life in order. It's life in order. Are you with me? We're good? So three things we need to know about patience. Ready? Patience can be developed. Patience is not optional for Christians. Patience is rewarded. All right, I'll say it again. Yeah. So uh, patience can be developed. Patience is not optional for Christians. Patience can be rewarded. So how do we develop patience? So I'm going to give you three ways to develop patience. Okay. Um, so three ways to develop patience but one simply is by going through the process I know we don't like we don't like process we, we like things that, that hurry up uh, but it's, by, it's simply by going through the process God is trying to fulfill a promise in our life but we need patience to obtain it See, almost everything that produces uh, uh, patience in us, we don't want no parts of it. We're like, God, hurry up with this process. Hurry up. When is this going to end? Just tell me what I need to do. Just tell me what I need to do. Just tell me how to get patient. How to, what, just tell me what I need to do. We try to rush the process, right? So we want change without process. Come on. Some, we want platforms without process, Right? Come on, we want promotion without process, right? We want sex without process. Oh, my gosh, I talked about sin in church. Amen. We want marriage without process. Amen. Come on, process, process, process. Somebody say process. Follow the process. 
It's a process, right? God is taking you through a process, and, 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 and it's meant to do you good and not harm. God is doing something. Do you know, I'm sure you heard it a million times in church, God knows your past, your present, and your future. Do you know that? He's not going to always give you your future. What is he doing right now? What does he want you to do right now is what we should be focusing on. He's got your future. And it's a process. How is he speaking to you now? What does he want to do in, in, in your life right now? See, we forfeit the promise if we don't develop the fruit of the Spirit. Imagine if Joseph didn't go through what he went through. Right? I mean, all that aggravation would it be for nothing? I mean, father gave him a nice, pretty coat. He got harassed by his brothers, beat up by his brother, thrown into a pit. Right? It's important. It was important for him to follow the process. I mean, he could have complained. He could have got mad at God, but he went through a process. Come on. So this is the one thing I know about patience. This really helps me um, really uh, be patient with the process that God is bringing me through. The one thing I know, who I belong to is secured. But who I'm becoming is a process. (laughs) I belong to Christ. I am his son. Right? Right? But the process is me becoming more like Christ. (laughs) It's the process. We're not going to wake up looking like Jesus or acting like Jesus. Right? It's a process. And the day that we're finished, you won't see we won't see you any longer. <laughs> Life is a process. Come on. Are we, are we preaching this morning? Amen. See, to think about Joseph, he had to rec- um, recognize the difference between the time he was anointed in the time that, that God appoints him to walk in it. This is an appointed time. It's a process. So I want to encourage you today to be patient with the process God might have you in. Yes. Don't forfeit your process. Right. Don't give up. Don't give up. Whatever God tells you, whatever God promised you, he's going to make it happen. He'll make it happen. The Bible says that his word would never return to him void. Would never come return to him void. So if he gives, he's giving you a word, mm, it's gonna come back accomplished. It's gonna come back accomplished. My me and my wife received prophecies probably 15 years ago. We're living it right now. You are a part of our prophecy. Amen. It didn't return to him, boy. You are a part of our prophecy. Wow. We didn't know, right? When, when the, I remember the, the, the prophet spoke into our lives saying that I would be on stage dancing and, and speaking and all that. I never spoke in front of a crowd. I, I wasn't up on stage. I didn't do any announcements. I didn't do any. I was the dude that I would rather be in the back. So when he said that, I thought the guy was crazy. Like, I was saying, what is this guy talking about? And he said a lot of things. We still listen to it to this day. And I was saying back then, I said, this guy is nuts. He must don't know me. Like, that ain't me. That's not my call. I'm that crazy preacher he was talking about. It won't return to him void. I had to go through the process. Sometimes... Your, your dream, sometimes your dream doesn't look like, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I lost it. 
it'll come back. Yes, what Sarah just said. I don't know if you heard her. Sometimes your process doesn't look like your dream. Why? Because it's a process. It's a process. It's development. God's trying to develop you into that dream. God doesn't waste any moments. He has a plan for us to draw us closer to him. Do you know that your dream is only designed to draw you closer to God and to bless others? I just, okay. So the second thing, so the second, second thing, right? How to, de- uh, second way to develop patience. Paul said it. He said, we develop patience, or James said it. We develop patience by the testing of our faith. <clears throat> so James 1 um, verse 2 says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You know, I, I mentioned this before. Some may remember, I never liked this verse. I, didn't, I never liked what James said that I thought it was, offen- it was, I felt like it was offensive to me. It's like he's saying that, count it all joy when you face trials. Like, really, dude? <laughs> so what am I supposed to, like, shout? Yes, I'm facing a trial today. Everything's going to be great. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm supposed to be joyful during the trial. Like, come on. Like, really, I was mad at James for a long time. <laughs> I may, it may not seem like it now. But I was mad at him until I understood what the text was actually saying, right? So first, I love this. My favorite part of it, it says, let patience have its perfect work. Let patience have its perfect work. Let patience have its perfect work. It means to let go and let God do what he needs to do in your life. Because if you think about it, he's just following up with it. If you read the text, he said, my brother, count it our joy. When, so you have to count it our joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work. So he's just saying, you look like, hey, just let patience have, because, you know, because your, your, your faith is going to be tested. Right. Yeah. So you kind of might as well let go. It's very difficult to find joy when we don't let go. Very difficult to find joy in a trial if we're not letting go. So it's saying to let patience have its perfect work. That means it is designed to do something in your life. It's designed to grow you. So, but it will be painful if you stop the progress or stop the process by not letting go. Let patience have its perfect work in your life. That means let go. Let go. Whatever God's trying to test, let him test it. It's aggravating when you keep facing the same test over and over. And that aggravates me. I don't know about you, but it just, I don't want to see the same things over and over. It's just annoying to me. It's like, so I, what I need to do, I'm like, God, what do I need to do to get rid of this thing? How do, how, what do I need to do to pass this test? Because you're going to keep facing the same test until you pass it. Just pass the test. Just stay. Let patience have its way. What do I need to do? What do I need to change in my life? Oh, it got really quiet. (laughs) See, when your faith is tested, it's your heart get tested, your thoughts, your actions, and what you truly believe. Somebody better preach today, right? Come on, this, this is great. Patience. We're talking about patience today. I know it's not fun, but it's great. We're going to all kind of walk out different today yes. if we're ready to receive it. So the testing of our faith leads to maturity in our walk with God. So the testing of, of faith can come in small ways. We don't even know. Small ways, that things that irritate us, right? Sometimes I, I know when 
I'm being tested is sometimes the things my dogs do just annoy me. <laughs> right? So my, my dog, Jackson, I don't know, whatever reason, I don't know, this bothers me, it may not bother you, but whatever reason, right, I don't, like, sometimes I don't know what he wants, and he just, he's standing there looking, looking like this. I'm like, dude, what do you want? It just annoys me. It's like, just talk. Say something. I don't know what you want. He just stands there. He would do that for a long time. I'm like, dude, what do you want? So it's really not him. It's me. It's me. I'm not passing the test. Oh, my gosh. So whatever the source of the testing, it is at our benefit to undergo the trials that God allows. So God gives us opportunities to practice patience. He gives us opportunities to practice patience. But it's important that you look at that patience, right? So, so let me just say this first. So stress is a great way to practice patience. So we have stress. I know some people that have stress. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm stressed. Oh, my goodness. That's a, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this, 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 and this happened. They focus on the stress and not at the opportunity. Right? It's just like they lose their minds because they're stressed out. But stress, if you have to look, if you look at stress as an opportunity, so stress is the tool to practice patience. So stress is the tool to develop patience. Patience is the gift to increase spiritual maturity. Wow. You know, so if you're praying uh, for a new job and you don't, you're not getting that, that job yet, right? That's an opportunity to practice patience, to wait for God. You know, I'm sure you all or some people may have a colleague, right, that just get on your last nerve. And you actually been praying for them. You've been like, God, pray that they get fired. <laughs> like, you're just like, why aren't they fired yet? I mean, they just mess up everyone's life. Why aren't they fired yet? I mean, I, had, I worked in Connecticut, and we had some employees, and I actually had some employees, uh, right? And I was just like, I, I don't know, like, why aren't they fired yet? They had like more than nine lives. Like the things they've done, it's like, oh my gosh. Like they walk in a room and just everyone's just like, oh. Bring the mood. It's like, so that's probably your, your, your prayer that, that God, why, uh, um, why aren't they fired? And so, but God's not going to remove them in your life. So imagine, so, so God did not remove Saul from David's life. He did not remove Saul from David's life, so he used Saul to, to have David practice patience, right? So when, when David approached Saul one time during war, he, God was like, do not touch my anointed. Do not touch my anointed. You may think that that was about Saul, but it was really about David. David had to practice patience. He had to practice patience. It was a process. David was already anointed to be king, but he was not crowned to be king. It was a process, right, for him to get that crown. So he had to be patient. He had to practice patience. Are you with me? Patience. Come on, somebody say patience. Yeah, you're getting a little bit louder. You're getting a little bit louder. So patience is the testing result of spiritual maturity. So the testing of our faith makes us stronger, and patience becomes a strength. Patience helps us, helps us to use rather than to protest these opportunities. So I got it. I understand what, what, James, what James was saying. I got it now. I'm not mad at James any longer. I'm, I'm really not. I'm not mad at him because I understand what, he's, understand what he's saying now, right, when he's talking about. Uh, so count it all joy when you face trials in your life. I understand what he's saying because patience is the strength to obtain the promise. Patience is what we need to obtain the promise. It's a strength. It's a strength to refuse yourself. It's a strength, right, to follow, to keep in step 
with the Spirit and not to go to a different direction. It's the strength to have self-control. It's the strength to wait on God, to allow him to do what he, he's calling you to do, to allow him to show up. It's the strength against the flesh. Hallelujah. Patience. Patience is the strength to obtain the promise. God has a promise that he's trying to fulfill in your life. And he's saying to you, patience. 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 It's a process. It's a process. So, so I'm, ups- I'm not upset with James any longer. So I realize now when patience becomes a strength, when I face the storms of life, the Bible says that we should be like a tree planted by rivers of water. So that means I need to, when I face the storms of life, I need to be, I need to dig deeper, more deeply into the word of God. Right. So I can withstand the storms of life. So the greater the storm, the deeper I go. The greater the trial, the deeper I go. Hallelujah. Okay, so now let's talk about, uh, oh, so one more. Got the third one. To develop patience by slowing down. So God wants to produce patience in us to slow us down and to show us how to trust him. See, God doesn't, God doesn't just test you just to be testing you, right? It's a purpose for that test, right? He teaches us to walk in his ways to trust him. Slow down and let patience have its way. Slow down so patience can catch up. Slow down. So patience, you can still be, you can be still on the inside when things are moving fast on the outside. That's what patience is about, to be still on the inside. That means to manage your emotions on the inside. When you want to go ahead of God, right, you, you have patience to be still on the inside. Come on. Okay, so let's talk about patience is not optional for Christians. So if patience is important to God, then patience is not an option. It's not optional for us, right? Make sense? So if you read throughout Jesus' life, he was patient with the disciples. I mean, he was patient with their thick-headedness, their selfishness, their slow to believe, right? Um, you know, he, they, you know, Peter denied him, right? Um, uh, Judas set him up. Jesus was patient. He was patient. He was patient with them, right? And he, 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 and he always stayed committed to them. He never complained about them. He stayed committed. So God is patient with us. Because it's part of his nature. He is patient with us. He's patient. He waits for us to believe. He waits for us to come to him. He waits. He patiently waits for us. Right? So one thing I realized, so if if patience is the fruit of the Spirit, Impatience must be the fruit of the flesh. It's true. Because impatience is an eye looking inward. It's an eye turned inward. So if if patience is the fruit of the spirit, impatience must be the the fruit of the flesh. So impatience is the eye turned inward. Everything in our lives challenges us to be impatient. We are, when we are impatient, we take things into our own hands. 
that were never meant to be in our control. So you remember the story of 1 Samuel, you know, remember Saul, right, in 1 Samuel 13, when um, Samuel was at uh, Gilgal, um, Saul was at Gilgal, and he was supposed to wait for Samuel, Saul was about to fight the Philistines, and um, I don't want to read it, it's kind of long, um, so I just paraphrase, so bear with me, you can read it on your own time, but so, uh, so Saul was supposed to wait for Samuel to, to come, he, you know, um, and uh, he was supposed to wait for seven days for Samuel to come, but he didn't. Um, so Samuel was going to come and pray for him, and they were going to seek the Lord together. So Saul decided to do it himself. And um, <clears throat> so Samuel finally came, and it's like, Saul, what, what have you done? You know, Saul gave all these excuses. He said, what, what had happened was it was because the people said this, or, you know, I just thought that it you know, was best for me to, to kind of, you know, do this thing or, or whatever, to, to pray or to give sacrifices and all that. So he gave all these excuses. But what I realized by reading this text and studying this text, Saul missed it. He completely missed it. I feel bad for him sometimes because he does get a bad rap. Like Saul was anointed. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't always speak. When we, would, we talk about Saul, we always talk about the bad things he did. Can't help it, right? Because that's what the Bible um, wrote, right? But it's really <coughs> Saul, excuse me, Saul was really anointed. He was, he was anointed. So let's remember that. Right? Because if, if you start well, make sure you finish well. So, but the one thing I, I've learned about Saul, like Saul really missed this opportunity. He, he missed it. Right? Because it wasn't about how long he waits. It's about how he waits. It's not about how long you wait. It's how you wait. It's how you wait. If it's not time, it's not God. It was for an appointed time. Saul completely missed it. He complete, see, your intent, your sacrifices, your abilities won't mean nothing if it's not time. It won't mean anything if it's not time. Right? Our steps are ordered in time. <laughs> Our steps are ordered in time. Is somebody going with me this morning? We have to trust God. We have to trust God's timing. We have to trust God's timing. So Saul completely missed it. It's not about, so for our lives, it's not about how long you wait. It's about how you wait. But let me tell you, how you wait affects how long you wait. So you, if you read about the Israelites circling, circling around the mountain for so many years, like forever, right? Only because they, did, they were not obedient with God. So they were circling the mountain for years. So, so, so how you wait does affect how long you wait, right? So patience is waiting without complaining. So it's a matter of the attitude you have while you're waiting. Let me tell you something. Can I be transparent? Because you guys won't be transparent because you, you, you think patience is from for everyone else. It's not, maybe not for you. You have it all together. So I'll be transparent with you, right? I always thought of myself as a patient person. I did. I always thought of myself as a patient person until I started going to the grocery store with my wife. <laughs> Particularly Costco's. I don't know, whatever reason, it just really bothered me. Costco, they have these big old carts, right, and narrow aisles. It's just like, it drives me nuts. No, it's, you, you have to pray for me. You have to pray for me, right? Because the one thing, my wife, she enjoys the moment. She does. She enjoys the moment. But reason why I get aggravated, a lot of reasons why I get aggravated, right? So we, we have this big old cart and some, and these narrow aisles and some um, aisles, and sometimes, you know, my wife will stop in the middle of the aisle, and she'll turn, she'll be like, honey, do we need this? In the middle aisle. So I'm just like freaking out. I'm just like directing traffic. <laughs> right? Because we're in the middle of the aisle. 
right? So I'm just so focusing on, on that. And I'm, I'm so afraid, right? Because sometimes she'll just back up without looking and she bump into people. So I'm thinking we're going to get into a fight. So I'm just like ready. I'm, I'm like ready to go. Like who? You know what I mean? So I'm like pr in protective mode the whole time. I'm not enjoying it, right? And then it just feels like it lasts forever. Like we're in there forever. She's just like, duh, 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 honey, we need this. This is so good. Oh, wow, we should do this. It's like she's taking me for a tour through the whole place, and we've been there a thousand times. <laughs> but the, here's the one thing I've learned. Here's one thing I take away from it. My wife finds joy in the process. I complain about the process. See, we must have patience with the process and patience in the process. So if you complain while you're in the process, it takes a long time. Why? Because you're spending the whole time complaining. You can't see God because you're talking too much. You're complaining. Your spiritual eyes are not open. Your spiritual ears are not ready to hear what the Lord is saying because you're so busy complaining. So if I was smart and I have not gotten there yet, you have to pray for me, I would just help to move along the process. Right? Help with a smile. Help split the list. But I ain't there yet. So when James was talking about when you, uh, when you face trials, have joy when you face trials, he was talking about Costco's. <laughs> Find joy at Costco's. I think I'm mad at him again. <laughs> I think I'm mad at him. He's on that list again. God is never accidental. Everything he does has a purpose. Everything he does have a purpose. If your life is in God's hands, everything he does in your life has a purpose. You know, we say all the time, it rains on the just, on the unjust, like things just happen. But he can still use those things just happen moments and work it out for the good. Waiting is hard, but it has a purpose. Sometimes the wait is for God to align other pieces of the plan. That's what he's doing in someone's life here today. You wanted me to tell you this? I'm aligning pieces that's needed for the plan I have for you. So as much as we want to move forward now, sometimes we are just not ready. We have more to learn, more to change, more to grow. More to learn, more to change, more to grow. More to learn, more to change, more to grow. That's what the process is about. Second Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow in doing what he promised, the way that people understand slowness, but God is being patient with you. <laughs> that messed me up. <laughs> right? That messed me up. It's like, so we cry out, it's like, oh, I just need to be patient, I need to be patient. But God's like, I'm being patient with you. I'm being patient for you to develop patience. We patient together. Uh, just let patience have its way in your life. Uh, let patience have its perfect work in your life. Because when it's completed, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hallelujah. All right, so this is, this is it. So patience is rewarded. It is. The perfect example is out of Hebrews 6, verses 12. Fifteen. Said that you do not become sluggish, but imitate. Everyone say imitate. imitate. Say it a little bit louder. Imitate. Imitate, imitate those who, who who through faith and patience inherit the promise. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one no one greater, he swore by himself saying, surely, blessings, I will bless you, multiplying, I will multiply you. And so, 
after he had patiently endured, he obtained a promise. He obtained a promise. He obtained a promise. So Abraham developed the fruit of patience. Patience is the strength to obtain the promise. It's the strength to obtain the promise. So it says to imitate, it's to imitate those who through patience and faith inherit the promise. So we need to look at Abraham, how he obtained a promise. It says he patiently waited. He patiently waited. So it was the attitude in how he waited. It's the attitude in how he waits. He patiently waited. Right? So I love it. So we know the story of Abraham and Lot. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm done. And it really, I think, highlights this, this whole message. It really highlights the whole message of patience. So here, Abraham, he was patient. Lot, his nephew, was impatient. Abraham's patience produced, will obtain the promise. Lot's impatience produced fleshly things in his life. So if we read the story of, of Lot and Ab- Abraham, um, God called Abraham to a different place. He brought his nephew Lot with him. Um, they were all blessed. And Lot decided to go a different direction. Um, And so Abraham was so humble. He was like, dude, just choose which way you want. What what do you want? He's like, take all of this. Just just choose which way you want. And so Lot chose a place that his eyes saw that was watered and blessed. The grass was greener on the other side. So that's the place that he, he chose. So his, so God, Lot's lack of patience, lack of patience allowed him, the Bible says that he pitched his tent towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember, impatience, right? Impatience points to inward. So he pitched his tent towards Sodom and Gomorrah. And so the one thing I realized that Lot settled for less. God had a plan for his life, but because of his flesh, he settled for less. Then Then he pitched his tent towards Sodom and Gomorrah. That means he went a different direction. God. He went the direction of his flesh, not of his spirit. And then he lost everything. He lost everything. So Lot's choice was about sight alone. Abraham's choice chose to walk in faith, not by sight. Abraham was willing to follow the process. Lot was not. He went by what he saw. He went by what he saw. So let's not pitch our tent towards our flesh. We need to keep in step with the Spirit. See, Lot sought this world and lost it. Abraham, who was willing to give up everything for the honor of God, found it. It reminds us of the scripture where Jesus says, whoever finds his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life will find it. Do you know? God has a promise that he wants to fulfill in your life. And it's going to take patience. When I read this story about Lot, it's like he had it all. 
because we read about Saul. They had it all. Saul lost his kingdom. Lot lost his blessings. All because of patience. Patience. That's why patience is the fruit of the Spirit. When we keep in step with the Spirit. Come on, stand with me. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Don't forfeit your promise by settling for less, by choosing what your flesh desires. Hallelujah. It's not about how long you wait. It's how you wait. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for God to do in your life? He's saying, you, you just, you need patience. You need patience to obtain it. But so, but what is he telling you to do at this moment? Like, what is he trying to teach you? What is he trying to show you? Just ask him. Just slow down. God's saying, slow down so you can hear from me. I can show you so that way you can keep in step. Sometimes we get so ahead of God. We go into a different direction and say, no, slow down. Allow patience to have its perfect work in you. Slow down. Sometimes we work we work, we work, we work, we work, we work, we work. We do, we do things, activities, activities. We, we don't have time to slow down. God is about quantity and quality. He wants to spend a lot of time with you, but he wants to spend quality time with you. We need it right now in the world we live in, in patience. Patience. What are you saying? We need patience to, for God to change us, to lead us, to guide us. Patience. Patience. heard that <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't pray for patience because you don't know what's going to come your way that's actually very very wrong that's very very wrong because patience is such a strong strong virtue in our lives and when we as pastor said patiently endure we obtain the promise so it's all about the promise all about the promise. And so today, I'm going to close this out in prayer. We have um, a couple of people. Maybe we get to get one or two more to join us at the front. But I feel like there are probably some people that really need to have someone join you in prayer. Come on. This is, this, is, this is one of those kind of messages that messes with you. <laughs> kind of gets down deep deals with some stuff and you need to process it today in prayer. So I'm going to pray for you in general, but if you really need someone to join you in prayer, to help you pray about whatever you're in, help you pray about, in fact, you might want to ask God for patience, <laughs> ask him. And you, you know, here's the thing. We, God is a good God. And it's such an offense to say, well, we can't pray for patience because you don't know what's going to come your way. That's like we're not trusting God. 
We're trusting Him that He knows what's best and He's going to lead us and He's going to work in us for the good. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for this very powerful message. I thank you, Lord, for the virtue, the fruit of the Spirit of patience. Holy Spirit, inside of us, you are patient. And so we, we have patience innate within us. And, God, I pray that you would help us today to embrace it. Lord, that we would be able to patiently endure and obtain the promise God, I thank you for the promises you've made to us. And Lord, how many times have we short-circuited? How many times have we forfeited the promise of God because we haven't patiently endured? And so today, Lord, there are some people that are, are, are desperate for the promise. And I pray, God, that you would help them patiently endure. I pray that people would step forward that need someone to join them in prayer to help them to pray, to believe together with them for this to become a reality in their lives. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's podcast. Thank you and have a blessed week.